News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 130 of the Luke Messiah Show. Today, we are going to talk to you about the Texas border, the state of the Texas border. We're going to talk to you about mask mandates going on on the local level that the Republicans in Texas are letting go into effect. And then we're also going to talk to you about the Democrat chairmen that have returned from their hiatus, from leaving their job, and what is happening to them. So far, nothing. Just letting you know. But we'll talk a little bit more about it. We're going to start by talking about the Texas border. And um, I'm going to pull up what kind of got me thinking about giving you this update. Hayden Sparks sent out a tweet. He is a reporter at The Texan, and he sent out a tweet kind of overviewing Greg Abbott's numbers that he was reporting. Since March, the Texas Department of Public Safety has made 4,300 arrests uh, for charges including criminal mischief and criminal trespass at the southern border. Now, when you hear that number, there might be some Texans who are like, good. 4,300 people have been arrested. But that number, it honestly significantly, I don't know if it's angers, disappoints. It, it, does, it makes me incredibly sad for the people of Texas that get so misled. And one of our goals here on the show is to be able to contextualize each and every one of these things. Because one of the things that politicians operate in is they operate in this era where they put out different statements to get different headlines and then their base, Republicans in their state, think they're doing a great job, even if they constantly change the metric by which we're operating. So I want to explain this. Since March, approximately 500,000, maybe 400, maybe 600,000 people have crossed the Texas border. Okay. Now, uh, Governor Abbott was on Sean Hannity's show. We actually talked about this several episodes back, and we showed you a clip where Sean Hannity asked him, well, what are you going to do to enforce the law? And he said, well, which law are you talking about? And Sean goes, well, the one where people are coming across the border. And he said, well, we can't really do that. Um, there's been a lot of pressure. All of the Republicans running for governor are stressing border security significantly and are saying we need to stop the invasion that's happening. Two million people are going to walk across the southern border this year, approximately. This is not some massive overestimation. This is pretty accurate as to the numbers that we expect to see. Well over a million people, potentially as high as two. So Governor Abbott, feeling that pressure, goes back on Sean Hannity. And I'm going to show you this clip right now. I don't think this has ever happened before where a disaster declaration was made for border counties because of the influx of people coming across the border. But I did because we're about to change the way that Texas addresses the challenges on the border. And we're going to start by helping these 34 counties respond by increasing arrests. We got a new game in town in the state of Texas. It's going to begin next week. Hey, go, and that Governor, is we're going to start. Why can't you just say you're not allowed in? And just protect yeah, the border I'll, I'll and say, be, go back. I'll be, I'll be very clear with you, Sean. And that is, you may remember this. I know you did interviews on this more than a decade ago when you talked to Jam Brewer. When Jam Brewer was governor of Arizona, 
Arizona passed laws that did exactly that, where they would send people back and they would not accept people. And the law that Arizona passed went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court in a case called Arizona versus the United States, where the United States Supreme Court said Arizona does not have that. You know the attorney general that I used to be, and so I follow the law, and the law that I'm going to use will be legal ways in which Texas is going to start arresting everybody coming across the border, not just arresting them, but because this is not going to be aggravated trespass, they're going to be spending a half a year in jail, if not a year in jail, as well as other action that I will be announcing next week. Governor, I applaud all your efforts. I know you're trying to protect the people of your state and the United States. You've done a great job in spite of having handcuffs put on you by the Biden administration. Thank you for being with us. Good luck in your reelection. You've done a great job for the people of Texas, sir. Okay, so here's what I want you to understand. And I want you to contextualize this and then you tell me what you think. In June, Governor Abbott goes on and tells Sean Hannity, we have figured out a way to arrest everyone coming across the border. That's what he says. I'm not putting words in his mouth. He put those words in his mouth. He made a statement. Sean Handy at the end of that clip, and the reason I kept the whole thing is because I wanted you to see at the end how Sean Hannity goes, hey, good luck on your reelection. We're rooting for you. Thanks for pushing back against Biden. And I want you to see how politicians operate. See, they say what they know you want to hear. What Sean Hannity wanted to hear was, you're going to stop these people from coming in. And so he told Sean Hannity, we're going to stop everyone from coming in. And Sean said, that's awesome. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I support you in your reelection campaign. Keep it up. Cool. But we're playing politics. Because since that interview, hundreds of thousands of people have crossed the southern border. Hundreds of thousands of people have crossed the southern border. 4,300 have been arrested since March, not since that interview, since March. So for all we know, the number's like 2,000 people. Can you imagine if 200,000 people are marching towards the southern border? They're going to walk right in. They're going to get processed by ICE. They're going to get kicked back into the country, and they're going to be allowed to operate as a legal individual within our entire country. Many of them who are in from South America are going to settle in Texas. They're going to be in our state. So 200,000 people are just going to walk across the border. We don't have a land of laws. We are a lawless land right now when it comes to our entire immigration system. We have an open border. You cannot define it any other way. We have an open southern border, okay? 200,000 people are walking towards it. People are saying, this is a problem. What is our governor going to do? The governor says, don't worry, my people. I have a plan, and I'm going to arrest everyone coming across the southern border. And they go, wow, thank you for doing that, governor. Now, we live in a representative republic where citizens hear these things, and then they go back to living their lives And they assume that you're going to do what you just told them you were going to do. But what would happen if the guy said that and then proceeds to encounter these 200,000 people coming across the border and says, uh, those 2,000, arrest them. What, how would you interpret those actions? What would you say about the person who made that promise. Is that a broken promise? 
you have to really question whether they even intended to keep the promise, and that's actually what we're going to talk about next. So Jay Root, who is a reporter with the Houston Chronicle, also tweeted out some interesting information uh, regarding communication that he received with DPS, Texas Department of Public Safety. They work for Greg Abbott. They actually put out this notice in Valverde County. And, and here's what I wanted to think about this. Okay, so June 4th, Governor Abbott tells Sean Hannity, we're going to arrest everyone. Two weeks later, his Department of Public Safety sends a notice out to Valverde County. And they say, as a reminder, this will only be filed on adult males not traveling as family units. So they're basically saying, of everyone coming across, we're going to just look for male adults who are alone. And I'm sure that this is political implications and they're not wanting to arrest every illegal coming across the border. This is a clear judgment call that they've made. This is not what Greg Abbott said on Sean Hannity. See, because what if Sean asked him, well, what are we going to do with everybody else? What percentage of the people are single adult males? How many of them are you going to actually catch? What is going to go on? No, he didn't say any of that. But this is what they've said. One person pointed out that this actually might be A reason for the adult males who have been arrested, the 4,300 since March, to actually get out. Because they're going to be able to go before a judge and say, the law that we're breaking, they're not even enforcing against everyone breaking it. It's just adult males, which you're not allowed to do. This is unequal treatment under the law. We have to get out. And we could potentially have to let all of these illegals out because we're not arresting everyone who's breaking the law. So there's major problems that the policy has from an enforcement perspective, but also there seems to never have been an intent to enforce them as we were told they would be enforced. The people of Texas deserve a secure border. The federal government is never going to give us a secure border, ever. It will not happen. The only way to secure the border is having a Texas state government and a governor who are dedicated to doing so. And Yes, it is incredibly frustrating when I watch Governor Abbott go on Sean Hannity, one of the biggest cable Republican news shows, and say something and then do the exact opposite. It's not even like, hey, I tried. I just didn't get them all, right? I tried to arrest everyone across the border, but the reality is with the resources and the budget and everything, we were only able to arrest 20%. And then people can make a judgment call. And it's not even like that was ever said. The press releases that the governor's office are putting out are not saying, hey, unfortunately, we've only been able to arrest 1% of the people coming across. They're bragging. They want the headlines. They want the headline to read 4,300 people arrested by Governor Abbott at the Texas border. And you know what? If you were a normal Republican sitting at home watching your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed or watching Fox News and that headline came across, you'd be like, way to go. Because you wouldn't connect the fact that he said this in June. He's doing 1% of what he said he was going to do. Well, that doesn't seem like a very good performance. We live in a world of headlines. And the question is, what is the media going to do about it? And that's one of the reasons why our show exists. And we get this from Texans all across the state. When I go around and I speak and I meet these people and they say, hey, I listen to your show every week because I want to kind of see through this. I want the curtain to be pulled back. I want to actually see what's really going on. And that's our goal. And I wish I had more rosy news to share with y'all sometimes. But we're not governed in Texas by people who are serious 
about addressing the serious issues facing our state. We're just not. And I hope one day we are, but it's not today. I hope that some of the people currently there just decide to turn around and start trying to do it. That's where we're at. Let's talk about the mask mandates, another good example. School districts, cities and counties are creations of the state, okay? They are governments created by the state. They could be abolished. The state of Texas could abolish Bear County that I live in. They could say there's no such thing as Bear County if they wanted to. They could say uh, San Antonio ISD, you don't exist anymore and you're Northeast ISD. You could do whatever you want. You could, the city of Austin could be abolished tomorrow and broken up into four cities. The state of Texas could pass a law and do it. They created these local governments to do certain things. So they passed on jurisdiction. Hey, cities, we think it would be better if in that local city all across the state of Texas, you decided who to hire for police officers and firefighters. And you should probably be responsible for like maintaining the local roads and picking up the trash and making sure the sewer works. That probably would be poorly run if it was centralized at a state bureaucracy. And counties, hey, you can, can you handle the county roads? Can you handle certain jurisdictional requirements? Hey, what about this? The sheriff, he works at the county and y'all will do the law enforcement there. Y'all will do the jail Locally, okay, cool. Can y'all can y'all process the the DMV stuff and the you know license and registration for people? That's great. Various different responsibilities. School districts. We're going to have school districts. You could have a school district for every county in Texas. You could have some counties have fifty school districts. I don't know how many Harris County has, but a ton. Um, or Dallas, or Tarrant, or Bear. A lot of school districts. We can do whatever we want. The state has decided. You know what the state has also decided? Y'all do not get to decide if people get masked. But they're not enforcing it. Because a bunch of school districts and cities and counties have just said, we're going to ignore you. And we talked about this last week. But they're still ignoring them. Kids are being forced to go to school wearing masks. And we know that is not a thing. That is not keeping our community safer. It's lawless and it's being tolerated and the state of Texas is tolerating it. I don't know. And I don't know why we follow the rules the federal government sets for us and then the Democrats never follow the rules. If Donald Trump says to do something when he was president and the Republicans in Congress, you know what Democrat states would say? I don't care. I don't care what you tell me to do. Okay. And we don't even know what to do with that. We Oh, crud. Can, can, can we find a judge that tells us that, that we're right? What if we do? What do Democrats say? Well, I don't really care. I'm not going to do it. Like, make me. It's basically what it is. Democrats are that child. They just say, make me. Republicans are the child that are like, hey, do this. Okay. Even if it's a bad idea. Hey, this is going to hurt you, but I want you to do it anyways. Sounds good. You're the court. You're the Democrat government above me. We don't fight back nearly as much as Democrats do. So we are telling these local governments, you can't mask these kids. You can't require these masks. And they're like, that's okay. We're going to do it anyways. And there's no consequences. If your child has no consequences to their actions and they can literally never listen to you, do you know what they're not going to do? Ever listen to you. Why would they? There's no consequences. 
But Republicans operate in this world where they're like, well, we're just going to wait around for some judge at some point to say we're right and hope that Democrats then listen to us. And while we wait, kids are being mistreated every single day. We're just letting it happen because we don't have the will to fight back because we're not sure what the political implications would be. It's incredibly frustrating. And that gets us into the final point of the podcast, which is the Democrat chairman. A bunch of chairmen in the Democrat Party have now returned after being gone for 30, 40, 50 days. They quit their job. We haven't been able to pass Republican priorities. Republican priorities that should have passed in the regular station session but were not passed because Republicans didn't show up then and weren't serious about getting to work. And we've talked about that. Brian Slayton actually got up on the floor and said, we're not doing anything. Cole Hefner got up and said, no, we're doing tons. And guess what? Cole Hefner was wrong. Um, they weren't. That's why they've had to come back for multiple special sessions because they couldn't get their jobs done because they were going super slow. And now they're trying to do some extra stuff to make up for the failure of what the last session was. But the Democrat chairman who have returned, they still have their committees. They still have their budgets. They still have all the perks of their seniority. They're still chairman. They still have the ability to completely dictate entire sectors of policy. And they still have a bunch of lobbyists who are going to give them a bunch of money to have access to them because they dictate these entire sections of policy. Chairmanships that were given to them by the Republican speaker and they still have. It needs to change. And Texans have an opportunity right now to see some significant permanent shifts in the Texas House away from Democrat power. But it's going to require the Republicans there to take away their power. And they don't want to do it. So if you're a Texan who cares about this, you should probably be talking to your legislator. If I was a Texan, well, I am a Texan. And I am talking to my legislator. Actually, now that I moved into San Antonio, my legislator's a Democrat, so I don't know if he's going to listen. But I have other legislators I know, and I've told them various things. I, I don't think the Democrats should have these. They, they know that. There are legislators that listen to this podcast. They know my opinion. I could reach out to my Democrat state representative, but I don't know if – I don't know how kindly he would take my message that I think he should be significantly less powerful. So I'll think about that. But y'all think about that, and, and most of our listeners are in Republican areas, so they will be able to share that with their Republican lawmaker if you believe that's something worth doing. And I wouldn't ask them, do you think Democrats should be chairman? Because every one of them will go, no. Okay, well, what are you doing about it specifically? Have you even taken a position publicly that says that we should vote and strip these people of chairmanships? Because it's only a handful that have done that because a bunch of them are quiet about it because they don't want to tick off Republican leadership who don't know what they're going to do with all these Democrats. But they do want to keep a lot of their power in place. we got a lot going on in Texas. We've got an open border that needs to be addressed. And I hope that at least today your eyes have been opened to exactly how bad the situation is and how little our current Republican leadership intends to do when it comes to actually addressing the issue. God bless you. God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messiah Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.